0: All right, welcome back in, everybody. We are almost at the finish line of week 12, college football. It's week 12 of the Stewcast Pick'em Show. Today we got a very, very exciting show because I'll tell you what, my Hilltoppers from Western Kentucky, they're traveling to uh, Auburn. Some some people say um, the only real football town in the state of Alabama. Some people say that. Um JC, you might have heard that. I I I heard it on Twitter. Uh, that'll be a big game. Minnesota-Iowa playing for, I don't know, like a golden staff or uh, a miniature tractor or something. I don't know, but that's a big game in the Big Ten West. Before we get to those games, of course, we got picks coming up. Let's introduce our illustri- illustrious panel. Starting off with uh, a young man. From the state of Georgia. His friends know him as a peach. He is the lieutenant. He is JC Shelton, host of UGA football. Bye. What's up, JC?
1: What's up, Stu? Good to have you back. I missed your your beautiful bald head as always. Um, check us out, guys. UJ Football Live with J.C. Shelton, wherever you get your podcast, I've um, got a new one coming out previewing Georgia-Kentucky, and we review Georgia-Mississippi State, SEC East Champs. Um, hit us up there, UJWire.com, as well as UJWire on IG,
0: and UJFootballLive on Twitter. Coming in from the from out of nowhere, a special guest. He is this Saturday afternoon assassin mama van dyne's favorite he is jvd john van dyne what is up baby thanks for coming on um i i in all transparency i asked you to come on to help your brother out and i i think (laughs) i think you're gonna accomplish that today my friend
2: absolutely and i appreciate you acknowledging that uh, i'm the favorite son of the family because when i did a I, podcast I heard it on a podcast recently. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah
0: recently i did hear that on a podcast recently hey
2: the funny I thing is the when, favorite
3: son Stu. when you said you had a guest handicapper and you didn't want to tell me who it was the first thing i thought was <laughs> he fucking got john <laughs> <laughs>
2: Been saving <laughs> the, this better one up. Dine. the better Van Dyne. The <laughs> better Van Dyne is who he came and got. He
0: He's the JVD. I mean, that's just what he's known as in the streets of Steubenville. But that other voice you hear on the other end of this, he is the whole effing show. He is Mr. Wednesday Night, Chris Van Dyne, ncsports.com, 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 Chris Van Dyne. How are you?
3: I'm good. Uh, we have our college side game of the year coming up this week, Roll which, time. I, which, you know, I'm really excited about. And I'd be more excited if we could actually pick a winner on our sides. <laughs> so, uh, but we've done really well in our college game of the year in the past. We're hitting 73 percent in the 40 years that North Coast has existed. Uh, we had Notre Dame last year minus six and a half against Virginia was an easy winner. So hopefully, you know, we continue that uh, progress on the college game of the year. But I am not surprised at all that John is here. I had I had this sinking feeling. I was like, yeah, you, yeah, he, you'll he know
0: exactly why John's here when we get to the packs. Uh You'll know exactly <laughs> why.
3: I had some lock. I had some winners on my locks last week. That's a first. You, you, you did great on your on your locks. I know that that's that's unheard of for me. I was going to call myself Mister Can't Pick a Lock until I realized I had had good locks last week.
0: Yeah, you're you're about as useful for locks as a uh, bolt cutter is. So let's a poopy
3: poopy flavored lollipop.
0: (laughs) There you go. There you go. You've been dealing with a lot of that today. I'm sure. Uh, let's get into the games. We'll start with our illustrious uh, original OG panel guy. He is Lieutenant J.C. Shelton, Big Ten West-esque expert. He loves the Big Ten West. He can't get enough of it. He's here to break down Minnesota, Iowa. The latest line I have is Minnesota laying two. Could Is that correct? And a total of 32 and a half? Ugh,
1: disgusting. That, that is so disgusting. That's,
0: board, that's borderline historical. I'm glad. That,
1: I'm, I'm I am I got two
0: and game. a half and 32 and a half. Yeah, Minnesota favorite.
1: I'm not going to watch this game. I heard that it was the lowest under between two FPS teams. Am I
0: still? Is that still happening? No, because Army-Navy's gotten down below that, correct, Chris?
3: Really? Uh, I think so. Let me check what last year's Army Navy total thirty
0: was. I thought the thirty-one that Rutgers Iowa opened up at would have been the lowest up.
3: Uh last year it ended up being was uh, it was thirty-five last year. Wow. So,
1: I think I mean it's it's two it's a game between two teams coming off three straight wins. Um, you know, whatever whatever that means in the Big Ten, who knows? Uh, Wisconsin Iowa over Wisconsin 24 to 10 Minnesota over Northwestern 31 to 3 Um, so they beat shitty teams they're playing each other so it's a game between two shitty teams but somehow they're six and four and seven and three which is is, is a testament to the Big Ten great football uh, conference of the United States of America I I think that Iowa and their defense will show up in this one I mean that's Right, really right, run the game, uh, run the ball, show up on defense, allowing thirteen point nine, Minnesota thirteen point one. What defense plays better to me? I think Minnesota has the offensive advantage, obviously, in this one. Um, Iowa's been god awful on offense, which was surprised. It's it's Iowa. Um, I think they only recruit and play defensive players. Maybe they should just put two defenses on, on in the game on both sides of the ball. They might that's do better. A,
0: that's that's next novel next level thinking. Yeah. Right
1: there. I, I'm here for that. You know, if you guys ever need that, hit me up. Uh but I, I like Minnesota and their offense and being at home. Just give me Minnesota, you know, I think offense at home here will get it done, especially in the late in the season like this. You got to be able to pass to win. And I think I think that's why Minnesota pulls it out.
0: Beautiful. Let's go to noted PJ Fleck enthusiast John Van Gyne JVD Saturday afternoon. Delight! What you got for us?
2: I'm I'm pretty sure that if Iowa wins this game, they win that side of the conference, which is wild for how their season started. Seeing as how I mean they were a running joke offensively, but and uh, just I'm an, pretty an epic sure
0: collapse that. by Illinois. Epic. epic- yeah, 10, baby? Oh my god! Yeah,
2: just epic. Um, I uh, I like Iowa's defense more than I like Minnesota's defense. Um, I just they turn the ball over uh, I it's gonna be such a bad game it's unwatchable um, I, I think I take Iowa here I'd like it's only two and a half points but I'd rather just have points in this game um, Spencer Petrus really bad uh, but I don't know I just uh, the defense of Iowa can can cause a few turnovers probably kick one field goal maybe three nothing final
0: Okay, 3 nothing
2: final. I, it's, such a, it's such a bad game. It's just no Ibrahim is the only reason why you take Minnesota this game because they have a they probably have a better running back. All
0: right. Are you supporting the Muslim running back from Minnesota, Chris Van Dyne?
3: Uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, th- I think the first question is, and I know he hasn't been great this year, but he's the better quarterback of the two teams. Is Tanner Morton going to play? Because I really don't. I have a whole lot of, of faith in Athan, Cali Cam- Cali Cam- Cali uh, Macus.
0: Is it? Yeah. Isn't it like Cali Macus?
2: Ka-
3: Tanner Kamakis Morgan coming back, back might hurt Cali
0: yeah, he's, he's better? Pure than his kid, though. He's Why pure you, you, This kid is watch.
3: completing forty-seven percent of his passes with one touchdown, three interceptions. I I, I I think Morgan's better than that, and he's a veteran quarterback. He
0: looks like Tom Hanks <clears throat> from Philadelphia Story too. If you ever. If you take a look at them, it's so bad.
3: Uh, I I do think one thing I'll say about Iowa's offense is it's bad, but it's not as bad as it appears on paper because they have taken on pretty much every one of the Big Ten's top defenses from Ohio State to Illinois to Michigan and Rutgers has a pretty good defense. We we're actually looking at uh, they they at one point they had faced five of the top twelve statistical defenses uh, against opponents uh, allowed average. So, you know, I actually think statistically they're worse than last year, but talent wise, they're probably about on par with last year, which isn't great, but it's not as bad as it looks when you're, you know, only putting up 251 yards a game and 18 points a game. But I, I, God, I have to agree with my brother here. I like Iowa. I, I think they have the better defense of the two. They're only allowing 261 yards a game. And their defense creates points, uh, whether it's turnovers, whether it's forcing stops deep in your own territory where you have to punt from uh from inside your end zone, stuff like that. You know, they they have a created have have a habit of creating points. And the the three recent wins for Minnesota over Rutgers, Nebraska, and Northwestern aren't nearly, nearly as impressive as Iowa beating Northwestern, Purdue, and Wisconsin. So I'll give the edge to Iowa, and I'll, you know, just hold my fingers and hope they kick enough field goals to win this game.
0: I'm I'm going to go against the grain here. I like Minnesota in this, but purely from the standpoint that if you look at Iowa against the two best rushing teams in the Big Ten, Illinois and Michigan, they got destroyed on the ground. They got absolutely pummeled. I think Minnesota just gives you a steady dose of Ibrahim. I don't think Iowa stops it. You make a few plays, you're at home, you're in the elements. Uh, you know, a touchdown is like almost like worth double points. It's like we're, you know, rocking jock football or something. Dan Cortez. Uh, let's move on to the real game of Saturday, though. This is Electric Factory. Western Kentucky, uh, an adopted team for us. Uh, they are heading down to Auburn getting five and a half over under 52 and a half. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to just start off with uh noted Bailey Zappy enthusiasts like myself, CBD, Chris Van Dyne. What do you think about our Hilltoppers? This is a weird game, but I love it.
3: It is a weird game. Um, I, I think that, first off, and we've talked about it, Stu, Western Kentucky's offense is not last year's offense. Nope. When they've run into good defenses, they have gotten slowed down or stopped. They they, they had troubles against UAB. They won that game because UAB fumbled the ball a couple times when they were driving. Um, Western Kentucky only threw for 128 in that game. They, they were held under 300 pass yards against Middle Tennessee – They've been gifted some really easy competition lately against Charlotte and Rice. Now they're running into a a good SEC defense. It's not one of the better SEC defenses, but I do think Auburn has a solid front seven. I also think that Auburn, strangely enough, looks motivated to me. I really like Cadillac Williams inspiring this team to continue to fight and play hard or tiger eagles i don't love the talent on auburn but i do love the fact that they have gotten back to running the ball you look at the last game 270 rushing yards against texas a&m 256 against uh, mississippi state you know middle of the season they had kind of gotten away from that they struggled to run the ball in a four-game stretch against penn state missouri lsu and georgia and in the last four games, they're rushing for 253 yards a game. Western Kentucky's run D isn't bad, but they have gotten gashed a couple times against UAB and middle Tennessee. So I'm sorry, middle uh, UAB and UTSA both ran for that North Texas
0: game wasn't pretty either.
3: No, they gave up 196 in that one. And Austin Awney threw for 345 in that game. And I, I honestly I think Robbie Ashford might be as good as Austin Awney. I don't think Awani's that good. He is like 48 years old. So he has that going for him. But I think that Auburn looks like they're, you know, they're they're fighting for something. They're fighting for their coach. They're fighting for pride right now and in on their senior day. And technically they do still have a shot to get to a bowl game. I know they're not going to beat Alabama, but in their minds, if they win this game, at least they give themselves a chance. So I'm not real big on this game. I'm not I'm not going to make this a pick. But I, I would take Auburn here reluctantly laying the points.
0: Let's head to a man who looks like he's been to a, fill, a few Hilltopper games in the past, John Van Dyne.
2: I am with Chris on this. I am on Auburn. I, I think one thing is Auburn has played an offensive system that is very similar to this in Mississippi State. And I know that that was a 39-33 game, and I think Will Rogers threw for about 350, 360 yards, but it took him 62 attempts. He only averaged, I think, 6.1 yards per attempt in that game. And in the second half, uh, Mississippi State had two first downs until their final two drives of that game. So Auburn shut them down completely in the second half. If this isn't Will Rogers, and it's not Mississippi State athletes on the outside, I think that um, Auburn's defense is going to shut down Western Kentucky to a a point. Um, They'll get pressure, and I think that uh, the offense does just enough. But I I do like Auburn giving the points, and I like the fact that they've sort of seen this offense already before this year.
0: I I fucking love having John Van Dyne on this show. (laughs) That's just fucking sexy takes. J.C. Shelton, um, noted Big 12 expert. I know SEC is not in your wheelhouse, but please, opine an opinion, please.
1: Yeah, I'll throw you one. Uh, I I will say I do like John and Chris and where they're at, uh, the VD brothers. Uh, good takes by both of you guys. Uh, one being Chris's Cadillac Williams pipe up. He's He's taking this team to a new level. Chant, I love it. More Tiger-Eagles um that's really what my point was going to be in this as well I think that comes down to that along with good point by John as far as them playing an offense similar to this um you know I think Auburn is playing so well from that rushing offense standpoint it's really going to provide issues for Western Kentucky's defense because we know a good rushing offense like this controls the tempo controls the 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 line of scrimmage as well as uh, the field position so if Auburn is able to run early and control the tempo in the game, I think they they do enough right there to get the win here. And I think Auburn with the points, I mean, not saying this was in my picks, but this might be my picks before we even decided to talk about this game. I do like the way that Western Kentucky is playing. I think you can't doubt what they've done, but that, that one loss to North Texas like that really stands out. Um, the way they were pummeled, Auburn, like Chris said, the way they're rushing the football the last couple of weeks, you pair that with Western Kentucky allowing 145 a game. I just think Auburn has that. They have that. You still were underestimating the SEC talent as well. I mean, they're there. They, they have dudes all over that defense especially. Tank Bigsby is a dog, and I think Cadillac Williams hands it to him like 30 times, and Auburn does what it does, wins by a touchdown at least.
0: Alrighty, uh, I will give my thoughts on this game in the pick segment, which is coming up next after a quick word from our great friend, CVDNCSports.com. Go check it out. And we'll be back right after this.
3: Hello everyone. This is Chris Van Dyne from North Coast Sports You'll hear me here every week during football season with my main man Stu from the Stucast and just want to let everyone know we got a lot going on at North Coast. We got Power Sweep coming up. Gonna be releasing that at the end of August and get on board for Power Sweep at ncsports.com. Definitely check out our podcast on ncsports.com and like I said, you'll hear me every week giving out some of the best handicapping picks that you will get in the industry uh, with Stu and Bobcat every week here, as well as at North Coast Sports, ncsports.com. And we're looking forward to football season.
0: Back with everybody's favorite segment, the picks. And we'll start in the basement. And, uh, you know, you hate to see it. Me and JC, we talk about it consistently. You know, it's it, there, There's trouble in paradise. I mean, it's it's a sad day. It's a bad day, but you know, we're here. Chris Van Dyne, six and thirteen on the locks. Dogs oh fourteen and 8 Yeah, doing okay overall, though. 37, 43 and three. John, what is your initial impression hearing that?
2: That is awful no wonder you got me on here
0: yeah complete aids i agree yeah it just
2: makes total sense now
0: three two and one last week so a positive week we're moving in a positive direction i'll kick it to you john you can school up the younger brother and let him know what's
2: up um who do you think's the younger brother he i must say i to say he wishes he was younger
3: who do you think (laughs) is the younger brother
2: I just like you. His beard you, look you,
0: you look like a dude that um <laughs> that like he looked like he was forty two when he was twenty one. So Wait, I just what, went which with one that. of us does.
2: No, honestly, if you are you, talking about Chris. me, that's true. Oh, okay. No, I
0: was going with Chris. I no. got a guy I work with. He looks like he's seventy eight, but he swears he's thirty
3: four. I'm seven years older, than John.
0: Well, he's it, you know he's taking you under his wing right now like a great older brother so in that sense he hey. is the older brother.
3: John John will tell you every once in a while I have to remind him <laughs> I will always be his big brother. Uh, yeah. Well listen yeah. I
2: gave that to you in my best man's speech all right so I yeah, I yeah. provided plenty of I, I reminded him of that on the
3: basketball court a long, long time ago. Oh
2: boy. I was 10. Okay. I was I was 10. Oh okay, no you well. were
3: like 14.
2: I remember it differently.
0: (laughs) Jesus. It's like Latrell Sprewell talking to P.J. Carlissimo. It's unbelievable. JVD, what do you got?
2: Um, Kansas State minus, I think it's seven and a half now against West Virginia. I know it's on the road. West Virginia does play decent at home. But K-State is playing to lock up a chance to play in the Big 12 championship. West Virginia just fired their AD. Neil Brown's out the window. I, this just feels like a game where K-State playing good football, just going to absolutely go in there and roll West Virginia in West Virginia.
0: Is this a Definitely lock. like the seven and a half. Is this a lock yes. for you? Okay. Yes, K-State this is a lock. On CVD's card, K-State is a lock, baby. CVD, are you going lock, dog, regular play? What do
3: you like? Wait, am I up?
0: Yeah, you're up.
3: All right, I'm going to start with a lock. Uh, this team I was high on last week. I'm going to go back to them this week, the Florida Gators. You, you look at uh, Vanderbilt. I know they're off that big win, but I I don't buy it. I, I, I think that Kentucky is just a really bad football team right now, and they beat a bad football team. Congratulations. They got an SEC win. They broke that long SEC losing streak, but they're still 4-8. and eight. Uh, they they also lost to South Carolina at home by 11. We saw Florida just beat that same South Carolina team by 32 last week. Uh, Florida actually, you know, the four losses they have, you got to give them credit for. It. They lost by five to Tennessee on the road. They lose by 10 to LSU, who is now one to SEC West. And they lose by 22 to Georgia that game they, they did get back in that game for a little while. Uh, you know, they, they put up a fight that was only 28 20 in the third quarter before Georgia pulled away. They've won the last two games in dominant fashion over AM and South Carolina. They're going to Vanderbilt, but they're only laying two touchdowns. I think that's very reasonable for this Florida team. I think this is going to be one of those teams that's going to end the season uh, hot and possibly build, you know, a lot of momentum going into la- next year. They do have a big game against Florida State on deck, but I don't think they're going to look ahead of this game because it's on the road. And I think they really want to build that momentum for next year. So I like the Gators minus two touchdowns. All
0: right. Beautiful. John, lock, dog Uh, regular pick. You, you give it to us straight.
2: This one's going to be just a regular pick. uh, And you can call me a homer if you'd like, but Tennessee minus 21 against South Carolina. Uh, Right now, Josh Heipel does not care about your feelings. And we will score. It doesn't matter how much time's left in the game. South Carolina just lost by 32 to Florida. They lost by what, 14 or 13 to Missouri. They're not playing well offensively at all. They're going to give up a lot of points. Tennessee minus 21, absolutely going to steamroll South Carolina.
0: While I'm looking at uh, Kenny Powers in the upper left hand corner, just throwing in some chaw. He's throwing in a fucking heater. JVD, why don't you round us out? Why don't you just give us your, your, any other locks, your underdogs and your regular? I'll, I'll go
2: with the underdog. Um, okay. I, I like Wyoming getting, uh, I think right now it's 14 and a half of home. Against stood Jersey out.
0: State. I see your point. Stood out.
2: Yeah. Um, uh Boise State I know they're playing better their, their last two wins have come against um Colorado State and Nevada I think it's not very good football teams Wyoming plays really good defense at home at night and Laramie Yeah, you know, it's going to be uh I think 14 and a half is just too many points it's can Wyoming's offense score enough to keep that game within 14 I think they can and I think the defense can stop Boise State enough
0: all those are the picks from JVD, K-State as his lock, Wyoming and Tennessee, Wyoming as his dog, getting 14. CVD, finish out the card, baby.
3: All right, I'm going to go with a regular pick, uh, and that is the Pitt Panthers here. Pitt is, you know, defensively, they're playing legit football. You've got uh, – one of the better defenses in the AC, in the ACC. They pretty much won that game before it started last week when they picked off Brennan Armstrong's first two passes for pick sixes. They're shutting down the run. <clears throat> they're only allowing 56 rushing yards a game in their last four games. Overall, they're only allowing 98 yards rushing yards per game on the season, holding opponents 79 yards per game below their average. Just beat Virginia by 30 and Pitt by 10. Duke is on a two and 11 ATS run on the road. You know, Pitt's not going to win the game real sexy, but with that two headed monster at running back, because I really like the backup Rodney Hammond as well as Bonaconda, who came back healthy last week. And you have a Duke team that defensively struggles to stop the run at times. Lately, they have not, they've been better against the run, but when I looked at who they really played, Virginia Tech can't run the ball. Boston College can't run the ball to save their life. Their offensive line is horrible. Miami can't run the ball. Horrible offensive line. Uh, North Carolina doesn't really have any running backs this year. They, they they've they caught some injuries, and they've had to really focus on throwing the ball because they don't have any running backs. This is why they couldn't even get a yard to finish off that Virginia game and get a cover for us. Even that game, Duke gave up 4.5 yards a carry. Georgia Tech ran for 4.9 yards a carry. Kansas ran for 5.2, and North Carolina A&T ran for 5.3. Pitt's going to do what they've done lately. They're going to grind the game out, shoving it down your throat, running the ball, and I like this Pitt Panthers team when they control the clock, which they will do against Duke. So I'll take Pitt. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, What's that line right now, Stu? I don't have my line. I got seven and a half. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I think Pitt wins this game at home comfortably. Last year, they won it, you know, easily by, you know, 25 points. That was Kenny Pickett team. But I think this Pitt defense is just as good, if not better, than last year's. And really, when you look at Pitt, they were beating Louisville in the third quarter. They were beating North Carolina in the third quarter. They, they, and John can admit this, they gave Tennessee one hell of a game and really shot our offense down in the second half. We were lucky to have them miss some field goals in the second half. Otherwise, that might have gone really bad for us, and we wouldn't be having these conversations about Tennessee. Uh, so Pitt could have won that game. The really the only game that really sticks out is what the hell happened is that Georgia Tech game. But other than that, Pitt's played pretty well in every other game, just not as well as you would like him to, and Keaton Slovis doesn't really inspire us. But the running game does, so I'll take Pitt laying a seven and a half. Um, I'm going to go to one of my other locks. And I'm going to follow John on this one. It's a homer pick, but I just don't think that Josh Heupel has any care for uh, keeping any games close right now. I think South Carolina is uh, when it comes to six and four teams, they might be one of the worst six and four teams in the country. Look at their wins. They beat Georgia state. That game was close in the, in the fourth quarter. They got two block punts for touchdowns. Pulled away and win by 21. Otherwise, they actually got outgained in that game. They get beat at Arkansas by two touchdowns. They get smoked by Georgia, 48-7. to Tennessee gave Georgia a much better game than South Carolina did. They beat Charlotte, big whoop. They beat South Carolina State, big whoop. Their one impressive win was at Kentucky. That was Kentucky without Will Levis. They beat Texas A&M. And Texas A&M spotted them seventeen points basically when the game started on a kick return touchdown and back to back turnovers on Texas A&M's own side of the field deep in their own territory.
0: Can you, Chris, real quick? Can you can you imagine Ben Texas A&M in that game? Can you imagine that?
3: Yeah, you'd
0: have to be one. Uh, anyway, continue. I just had to.
3: Yeah, uh, they lose to Missouri by thirteen, and we just saw what Tennessee did in Missouri. And they beat Vanderbilt by eleven. And we'll see what Tennessee does to Vanderbilt next week when they checkered their stadium. And don't
2: um, forget Shane Bieber was taking shots at Tennessee after their first win of the season. So Hypo, Hypo's, yeah. Hypo's gonna be out for blood.
0: Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee. And they made a lot of excuses.
2: B- What's that?
0: Tennessee's been moved to a lock on your card. If if the if the B D <laughs> boys are after it, it is done. It is done. There's no antibiotics that are gonna take this one out. I'll tell well, you. That. When, te-
3: when Tennessee jumped to a 38-7 lead on South Carolina last year, Beamer had a lot of excuses after the game for oh, it was actually closer than the score than the final score. Oh, we, we could have had him. No, no, that game was when, a block when they scored the first- a touchdown
2: to make it 38 to 20 in that game. He missed the two point conversion. Actually said in the press conference, if we'd have got that two point conversion, I think we'd have won that game.
1: Y'all about to sing uh, Rocky Top or
3: what?
2: I, I, you if, you, to. if, you, if you want me to, I,
0: I, I <laughs> would actually like to hear that, John.
3: Yeah, you don't want us to. No, I
0: kind
1: of want to hear glory, it. Glory, glory to old Georgia. Uh, you had seen that. Well,
3: what about Glory Holes? Ah, uh, never. Mind. <laughs> uh, you can tell this is the Stu Cast and not the uh, Power Suite Podcast.
0: You think? Right.
1: Yeah, your uh, boy. Uh, your boy kind of slipped up on that one. Uh, old CBD <laughs> did not let me know that it was a PG podcast.
0: And uh, yeah, I heard you just PG ripping podcast. some fucking f bombs uh, up in the power sweep, and I was like, "Brother, what are you doing? You got real loose with it." Unless I'm on ESPN
1: Radio or on, on my podcast, I, I just assume that I can say what I want. You doing so. a little day drinking? It's okay. No, hey, it's you're, it's, you're a grown up. It's eight o'clock fair, drinking, and I've had a long ass day, and I still got to edit my podcast after this, so I'm just Jay-Z. prepping. Prepping.
3: Jay, see, I don't care. It's Jim that gets upset. He, he, you know, he wants. To, it's a business. It's professional. I get it. No, I get it. I want to say. I totally want to say. Do I, to hey, hey, I'll do I
0: get to come on? Do I get to come on next week? I want to come on one last time before ball season.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, we can have you on next week. I okay. I haven't been. I, just, I haven't. I'll be honest. I've been so busy. I really haven't looked for guests. So yeah, next week. I'd love to have Perfectly
0: fine. I just, I have a message. I wanted to del- deliver to my King, Jim Seaman, my King to tell <laughs> him to go off to get him ready for bowl season. And I got a message I wanted to deliver to Robbie. I'll tell you what, he's going to feel my wrath, but Play that's you all. Yourself. I just want to come on for that and talk and talk to you. Cause I miss you.
3: All right, uh, and I'm going to lay out one more play. And that is Notre Dame over Boston College. Oh, Before I get to my dog, Notre Dame over Boston College. I, I, I think that Boston College, you know, kind of fat and happy after they won a game last week. Notre Dame does seem like they're on a roll right now. I think three TDs is reasonable for a home game for Notre Dame here.
0: Hey, Chris, real quick, I know we've talked about this, and sorry to stop you. Morehead Morehouse, the new BC, Morehead, the new BC quarterback. Where, what's his story? Because he has come in and BC's offense looks a million times better than when Yurkovic was there.
3: Yeah, they still can't run the ball and they gave up five sacks in both games. Well, Garwell, yeah, but that I mean,
0: Garwell hasn't really had success in any game this year.
3: No, no, they're rushing for 63 yards a game. Um, I mean he is, threw is Notre three. Dame not Owen four is double digit favorites this year? Yeah, I, they, they are, and that's my one concern. Um, but I do think this is a, a prime spot. The last time Boston College was often upset was after Louisville and they lost by 28 to Clemson. We saw what Notre Dame did to Clemson. Clemson's Notre Dames actually won 27 straight regular season games against ACC teams. I don't think there's any doubt they're going to win this game. But, you know, the question is, will they cover three touchdowns? Being that they've already handed, you know, they're the bane of the ACC's existence. They've already handed the two best teams in the ACC their only loss of the season. I, I think they they steamroll Boston College here, who, you know, I, I don't think they're as good as that win indicates. NC State's not playing very well either. Let's not forget that. So they're they're Boston College's two last two games that they look good in are against NC State and uh, uh, Duke and Notre Dame's got a much better defense against both of the uh, versus both of those teams. So I'll take the Irish here and uh, my dog and I'll be honest, man, I am having a hard time coming with an underdog here.
2: I was too. Gonna, I feel that pain.
3: I'm gonna go with UCLA off the loss. I don't believe in USC, I don't believe in USC defense. I saw what US UCLA did to or, or, or Utah earlier this year and I think when UCLA plays their very best game, they're capable of beating a team like USC. At the very least this is going to come right down the wire. They've played impressively at home up until last week and I think they just got caught looking ahead. So I Again, I'm. I was struggling to find a good dog. To me, this is a lot of mismatches. A lot of, you know, we were talking about a work w- with all the, you know, the Missouri versus New Mexico States and A and M versus UMass and LSU versus UAB and all these games. There's a lot of mismatches this week, so uh, not a lot to go off of. But I will take the uh, the Bruins here. Aqua. To yeah, to to lose another Pac-12 play because I just feel like punishing myself because I I think okay, I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be five in the Pac-12.
0: I'm gonna let John Van Dyne it, it, because you you are to the Pac-12 betting what I am to Lithuanian basketball. I mean it, it's horrible. I bet it all the time. I can't hit. Uh, John, I'm giving you the power to overrule in this case. Do you have another dog? Will replace Akla. Uh
2: No, I don't have. If I had another try, dog, it would be Arkansas. To save, hopeless. yeah. Okay, Akla. Uh, yeah, it's and I, a, I, be I like Shula.
3: Arkansas, but I can't do it unless I know Jefferson's playing. I don't know if well, he he's probably he's,
2: he's upgraded the probable. That's why I said that. If he wasn't um, upgraded the probable, then no. But I agree with you. I
3: I don't like UCLA. You want like Arkansas? I, I you want to play that game. But well, okay. If 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 Jefferson, I hadn't read.
2: Really nice
0: record on the dogs here after a four and a week on his dogs. That parlay, if you know, if somebody didn't add an extra game to that, Illinois that would have paid out huge. Illinois,
1: fuck me on two
0: different parlays. Hate to see that. Let's go uh, to JC Shelton overall 47 39 and three pushes. What well, you got for us, JC? In order.
1: Well, I'd like to start first with a request to the StuCast board, uh, the decision makers here. Um, so, if I showed a screenshot of a Maxon bet,
0: are actually really good at betting the Big Twelve. I, I was looking through the sheets. Your numbers betting the Big Twelve, which is like, a, like a Rubik's cube. Um, you're you're just—it's like dumb luck, but you are—you're—you're you're, you're hitting it. Is where is this? Is this just a regular way game? better than Robbie? So I've, I've, got, <laughs> I've got all locks and all I do have
1: three big 12 bets this week. I, I just like them. I don't know. I feel like I have a good feel for the teams. The pack 12, minus opposite. two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. Give me horn frogs, uh, to cover that. That's a lock. Second lock, number 15, Kansas State, seven and a half at West Virginia. I think John, you made this point as well. Um, I like Kansas State, and they're they're fighting for a shot in the Big Twelve champ. Um, I think their defense is really good. West Virginia, if JT Daniels plays crazy, maybe they have a shot, but I don't think that, that they move the ball well enough and put together drives to score um, enough to to even get close here. So I like I like Kansas State by like fourteen. I'm not going to backline it like crazy Bobcat. Uh, okay, uh, but Kansas State seven and a half to cover that.
0: Western Was Kentucky. that a little Saban impression?
1: Okay. Uh,
2: I, not good I, I don't coach me. that in my program.
0: <laughs> you don't,
1: he's not coaching much right now. Uh, go dogs! Oh, at
2: least not when it comes to playing on the road. Oh, wow. This is hip-hop. Continue,
0: JC.
1: <laughs> Western Kentucky at Auburn. We've talked about this one. I already had it on my card. Before we knew, we were going to talk about it, too. I like Auburn for reasons we talked about earlier. That's a lock as well. Uh, moving on, Ole Miss, two-and-a-half-point favorite at Arkansas. Hotty toddy, babe. Hotty toddy. Ole Miss, that offense, that passing offense, and the running backs. Judkins, holy shit, he's Chubb Jr. Judkins is good. Arkansas has one of the worst pass defenses in the SEC and maybe the country. I'm not sure what they rank in the FBS. I know they played well versus LSU last week. Weird game for the Tigers. Um they allow a lot of sacks. I think they're second or third in the SEC in sacks, and that passing offense kind of struggles there with pass protection, I think, at times when they have a good mix of, of the running game in there as well. They can be potent there, but I think Arkansas did a good job of shutting down that run. hotty Toddy's is going to be different here. Old Miss really takes advantage of that. Secondary for Arkansas, cover that, two and a half. Um, moving on here to – that's a lot. Moving on to dogs. i got three dogs here. OK State. At Oklahoma, right, Oklahoma seven and a half point favorite. Um, I don't know if OK State wins this game, but I like them to cover. I like them to keep it close. I think they're a good team. I like what they do on both sides of the ball. They have let me down a couple of times uh, this year, but they got me a win last week money line. And I think that Oklahoma obviously has issues on both sides of the ball that we've seen a lot. I don't think they're ready to beat a team like OK State who's had some quality wins this year. By that much, uh, I think that's a lot of points. So give me okay, state to cover. Uh, that's a dog. And then next dog, USC at Uckla. Great pick, Chris. Uh, Uckla, <clears throat> they're going to get it done. They're going to win outright. Uckla, money line, dog. Miami at number nine, Clemson. Clemson, 19 points. Interested in what you think about this game. I'm not sure if you've talked about this one in the show yet. I like Miami to cover this. All right, Chris Ball, he needs a quality win. He has an opportunity against one of the best teams in the ACC. Clemson, Clemson has so many issues that we've seen this year, um, especially at quarterback and how inconsistent they are on offense. Um, I, I think Miami does enough to keep it closer than 19. It's a lot of points to me. That's why I like them as a dog on the road at Clemson. What are your thoughts on that, guys? What do we think about that
0: one? Uh, well, currently – uh because I, I love watching Miami Twitter uh there are uh I think Chris Paul came out and said today, quote unquote, if parents want to come get their kids and leave the program, that's fine by me uh I think Jalen Knighton left practice today and it's just gone this is not good parents it just uh yeah, there's a lot of strife in the program currently.
1: There always is. I mean, your first year I, in, a, in a new coaching staff? I, don't I just don't not... trust Miami. They, yeah, they well, I don't right. trust Clemson, Chris. No, I don't know. either.
3: The pro- problem is last week I went against Clemson and they burned me. And I, yeah. that was a big burn because I, I played my biggest parlay of the year on Florida and and uh, Louisville last week. And Florida did their part. So, I'm, I'm a little gun shy. But I'll get I'm,
0: you – I'll, I'll make up for it. I got some college basketball trends I like that are continuing that are hitting real nice. I'll, I'll hook you up on the back end, buddy. Another. I, I've been doing okay in college
3: basketball, basketball, so I'm I'm okay right now. But yeah, I appreciate anything you send me. And John yeah. John's killing it.
2: Well, John John, I need pets.
3: John's main, out here calling. I,
2: I had Maine on the money line against BC. You know, you know how much. <laughs> you know how did. You know how
0: just sick and demented you have to be to be betting Maine Boston college basketball and taking Maine money line. I love, Buddy. I love the absolute disgusting. Me play. and
2: Chris will bet on literally anything at any time. He has bet on women's the women's college world series. Yes, you put nothing past us.
3: Women's college series, women's softball world series. Uh, yes, yes. Put nothing. But I'm past throwing
0: us. this out. Toledo first halves. They're back in play. Uh tonight I had I crushed Toledo money line. Toledo first half, uh over. Uh I, I, mean, I
3: used the over on my service. I didn't bet it because I was yeah,
0: it, it was a MB, it was an NBA score. 113. Yeah,
3: I'm I'm mad at myself for not not betting the over. I I that was that was my top play on my on my uh college basketball service in North Coast.
0: So we're gonna give JC Miami plus 19
3: he is it's hey, two add, add a add a dog for me
0: yeah i'll add a dog for
3: you thank you i, I found one i like I, I had to go to the betting splits i was like shoot I, I didn't look at those yet for the last couple of days i'm gonna take akron
0: uh, oh, get, oh the zips when, yeah, get, when the betting market's zagging cbd zips i like it
3: Hey, but look at what Akron's done lately. Six point loss to Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan's one of the better teams in the Mac. uh six point loss at Kent. Kent's one of the better teams in the Mac. Three point loss against Bowling Green. Bowling Green just beat Toledo. You know, uh, seven point loss to Central Michigan. They're not losing games bad. They're actually plus ten yards per game in Mac play. And Buffalo just hasn't looked right lately that they really fell apart from the early part of the season when they they looked like they were, On the top end of the MAC, they lost to Central Michigan. They lost to Ohio in a blowout. Uh, Cole Snyder threw one of the ugliest passes I've ever seen in my life last week. So, you know, yeah, Akron, I actually think, could win this game outright. Who knows? And I don't know if you guys saw the forecast, but it's going to be like snowmageddon. So there might not be a whole lot of offense anyways to cover 14.
0: Hashtag and JC Shelton. You left off with Miami plus nineteen as your dog. What are your regular plays?
1: Yeah, so that is, I don't have any regular plays. We're all going locks and dogs, baby.
0: I like it. That's an, you know, it's an aggressive card. It's a seven play card. You know, CVD and John have teamed up, and and they've got an aggressive card to get back in it. I'm all about
1: uh, the aggressive, the aggressive way of, of offense against the stew. Okay. How how many picks are you ahead?
0: Um, currently, well, I'm five percent above you. I'm at fifty-seven percent, which is a really nice number. If you can be fifty-seven percent in the season this far into it, that's pretty damn good. I think I I think some professional gamblers on this show would agree. Fifty seven is a pretty solid damn number. Yeah. Uh,
3: I mean I wish I was hitting fifty seven percent here. What's your overall?
0: overall fifty five and forty one not a damn push in the bunch mm, uh yeah. well, I will say on U j football Live
1: nine and one over the last two weeks. nice job so i mean we're we're coming for that I know you know here not as good, so I'm trying to tighten it up, tighten it up, Stu.
0: I like it um and that's what I tried to do, but I love the board. I love the board this week. I love it. I've got eleven plays, okay, <laughs> and I, I, you know what? The lead Illegal. is just this flag is, on the play. This is going to be incredible weekend. This is a this is a last stand weekend. Even though I'm in the lead, I'm just pressing the gas, and I, I'm looking to Dale Earnhardt somebody, and then probably it's going to be you, JC. We got to have a limit on picks. Gotta Thirteen have and eight on the locks. Twelve and twelve on the dogs. Back to five hundred. I like that. 55, 41 overall. I'll start with the regular picks. Give me Auburn minus five and a half. Uh Tank Bigsby's gonna run for 474 yards in this game. And I like the over 52 and a half in that as well. I'm gonna add K-State to the card because uh it, there's too many smart people in here saying K-State's an easy winner. Give me give me K-State minus seven and a half. I like the Notre Dame BC game, but I like the over 43 and a half. And look, they say it all the time on power sweep, Oh, we bet unders life's too short. Fellas take that back to the office and let the boys know life's too short to bet the under, give me the over Notre Dame BC 43 and a half. However, I do like the under in wake and wake in Syracuse under 55 and a half. Uh, Syracuse, is defensively against the pass really good. I think this Wake Forest team does not look right. This is not the same offense it was last year. They can't really run the ball, which is how Syracuse has been beaten the last few weeks. I think it's a slower game. Uh, Jack Del Rio's son, if he's if he's playing, it's a pure run game. Extend the clock. Um, Schrader's questionable. We'll see what happens. But I like the under... 55 and a half there. Let's go to the dogs. I'm doing it again at one for me last week. Give me Indiana plus 10 and a half. I I just don't think Michigan State should be laying double digits to anybody outside Northwestern. Uh, Give me Indiana plus 10 and a half. Even though they are just, oh God, they'd make me hate football watching them play i i still think they lose this game by seven to ten points indiana plus ten and a half i'm gonna go uconn plus ten and this is a jim seaman pick he called it last week almost got him outright money line
3: he did get him outright money line
0: they beat no, no they they lost by 3 didn't they
3: no
2: no they scored a touchdown at the very end wasn't it 36 33 liberty
3: no, it's 36 uh, 33 UConn. Yeah.
0: Oh, no shit. Okay. Well, that's they even better.
3: UConn U- is bowl eligible.
0: This UConn team is actually gotten much better in the past four or five weeks. They have to win the Michigan, better.
2: has to hang their hat on.
0: Horrific. <laughs> Just, I mean, that's a salt. That is salt with with <laughs> a lot of pepper in it too. I know and
3: Stu loves it though. It's,
0: <laughs> you hate you hate to see that. Uh, and salt goes good with Michigan anyway. <clears throat> UConn plus ten over Army. I haven't. Uh, I love my Golden Knights. My, my Black Knights of Army uh, beat Navy. It, they they aren't the same team. I, I don't know what's happened. Jeff Monken's got to be. Just kicking himself. He hasn't taken a job elsewhere. Let's go to the locks. Locks. Ole Miss, Arkansas over 63. If KJ's playing, I I mean, Judkins might score 14 touchdowns in this game. Jackson Dart's going to get what he wants. This screams 39, 27, 39, 31, something along those lines because. I still don't buy Ole Miss defense. I, I, I'm going to take the over there. I think we can hit that. And I know the line's moved a little bit. I, I, I'll tell you, I love this Troy team. Troy has been a, a, a just an absolute golden egg for us. Give me Troy, ULM, under 48. I'm just riding. I'm going to keep riding it till, it till the wheels fall off. And finally, Missouri the Tigers minus 28 and a half against New Mexico state. I love my Aggies. I got an Aggies t-shirt. I bet you guys don't love my Aggies, but when they play and you can go back and this is why you got to go to philstill.com, get that, get that premium subscription. You go back and you look at the last few years against power five teams, they get brutalized. It is brutal. This Missouri defense is good. I think the offense is starting to click. I like them covering the 28 and a half. I think they win this game by 35. Them are the picks. And folks, thank you for joining us. Let's kick it over to Mr. J.C. Shelton, host of UGA Football. Live! And he will tell us what he's got on tap for this week.
1: Yeah, so just a uh, Mississippi State review and a Kentucky preview. Georgia can finish out the SEC strong, undefeated with a win this week. And I, hey, Stu, I'll go ahead and add this. I I've been com- considering this, and after my research today for the podcast and an article I just wrote before he just jumped on, I've convinced myself Georgia's going to win and cover twenty two and a half. That's shocking. Uh, so I'll add that. I won't lock it, but I'll add that to my card if you don't mind. Um, Georgia's going to – to put it simply, Kentucky is one of the worst offenses in the SEC. Um, they, they're de- Their defense is decent, but Georgia has shown that really doesn't matter against the rest of the SEC this year and the way they can spread the ball around and use the tight end and running backs. Um, I, I just expect this Georgia defense to really shut down Will Levis, like Vanderbilt did for their first win in the SEC in three years. Uh, so I like I like Georgia to cover that. Uh, but we got that podcast coming out. It'll be out Thursday when you guys are listening to this, um, as well as UGA Wire, got your Georgia football coverage, UGA Wire.com. Appreciate it.
0: Beautiful, buddy. And as always, our the whole effing show. He came through today. He, he was fighting off just – just a ton of life things, but he showed up because he's a gamer, folks. He he's he's a primetime player. He's a PTPer, CVD, Chris Van Dyne, ncsports.com, ncsports.com, nc sports.com. What do you guys got going over there?
3: Got our college game of the year this week. Uh, biggest college play of the year for us. 29 and 11 in the history of north coast sports we've been around for 40 years so that's a that's a play that's hit 73 percent for us and i i feel good about this weekend and <clears throat> we need a really big weekend coming off our nfl game of the month last week on the new york giants minus four and a half against the texans to cover uh by a few points so we got our college game of the year Small college play still rolling. We're nineteen and five on our star-rated small fucking college. Fucking
0: Fordham, fucking Fordham last week. I mean, you guys killed it with the other picks, but holy Christ, Fordham!
3: Yeah, yeah, their defense showed up. What the hell? Uh, uh, I, we I, should, I, you know, I, we were looking at cider total, cider total. Oh, totals eight and one in the year. Let's just go with the over on total, and then the yeah, their defense showed up for once. Um, but we, we did a Montana was minus 21 and a half last week, and they won. They were up Easy. 49 7 at halftime. Gardner,
0: Gardner Web, Webb Cruz, uh, it got a little sketchy late, but they. Cruised. Yeah.
3: Eastern Washington is one of the worst football teams I've ever seen in my life. Their run defense is, it might be the worst I've ever seen. Um,
0: <laughs> Traffic cones.
3: Yeah. Uh, they might as well not even put 11 guys on the field. Uh, so yeah, we we have our small college plays are still hitting big and power Sweep podcast is out. Check out me, Jim and Robbie, ncsports.com. You can also call 1-800-654-3448 if you want to get on board for that college game of the year or our co- small college plays or anything else you want to get on board for. And uh, also ncsports.com is where you'll find Sweep as well.
0: And, I'm excited. JVD, John Van Dyne making his debut. If you want to see JVD, you can go to Belterra Park or Thistle Down on any weekday. And he is there. Uh, Loose
3: the beast. <laughs> lose the beast.
0: JVD, I can't wait to have you back. And I, I need I need to start talking to you about uh, my college basketball plays now, apparently, I guess
2: yes sir i appreciate you having me on here this is fun
0: yeah it will not be the last time i assure you of that so folks thank you go check out uh our friends at uga football live go check out nc sports and we will be back with the sadly the last week and hopefully the bobcat makes an appearance we're going to be on site for jmu georgia state big game big game a lot of implications this weekend so if you're out in western virginia uh come come check us out until next time we are out